Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. everyone happy thursday we're so happy to have you guys joining us on this week's episode my mom is okay so this is a podcast episode called coco i mean it's a show called coco caliente it's a mother and daughter production where we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time and since this seems to be um, a week pretty much around, at least from the looks of my Facebook, of school starting, um, we thought we'd talk a little bit about like school back then and now and how you know it's all going. Okay, so what's our first topic, Mom? Mom wrote okay. out the list of topics today. So and and I'm not like a lot of this is new to me. My kids have been out of school, so I'm just gonna debate it with her and see what she knows about it and stuff. But books versus laptops. Do you know that they are um what are they called? Pads? Tablets. Tablets, yes. Did you know that they don't use very many books in school anymore? Yeah, I think that's really weird. Um for me personally, I don't learn as well on a tablet. I, I think I and do you think that's just because that's what this is. That's what I was thinking. That's how I feel too. You know, I like paper books, even though you mm-hmm. you got me that. What's that one, Kindle, Kindle to read on? I have one on. too, but I don't use it either anymore. And you got that for me, and I and I do like it mm-hmm. because you don't have to. You can just have it and like a Kindle's a little bit easier, I think, to learn on than an, um, a tablet. Is that what a tablet's made out of? The screen? Because if it's like an iPad, I feel like that hurts my eyes a little bit more. A Kindle's like specific just for reading. So I wonder what I never saw an actual tablet that they use in the schools. But yeah, but they've gotten. I'm. I like to flip the pages. I like to go back and reference things. I, I like have to, to look highlight at things. Stuff. I mean, oh, you that's can a lot. still highlight. I think, but it's just a different feeling. Well, it's a lot lighter for the kids' back, so that's good. Like, is carrying all the books yeah, and the lockers it's and for the environment. And it's probably I would think. even though they're more expensive, like mm-hmm. to replace and stuff. I mean, books get ruined, so they're always having to order new textbooks, or they get lost, or yeah. um, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But. Do you think though, kids, because they're so young, five-year-olds already know how to do all that stuff on a phone or use how to, or to use an iPad and a tablet. So do you think it's better for them? Because, but then I feel like they're all going to miss out on books. What do you think? Yeah, I do. I think even in college, I really loved having the books. You could, when I was in college, I think you could start buying, um, or some people didn't buy the books and they just like looked stuff up on the internet. That was before tablets and stuff, but I always had to have the big, thick books um, because it was just easy for me to go through, read, rewrite, underline, highlight, and not just like highlighting on 
um, cause we both have new iPads too, mom. And which you haven't even taken yours out of the box yet. I got it for her for Mother's Day. Once I did. You did. Um, so I, on mine, I can also highlight and stuff. It's just, it's different. I don't know. I I, I don't like it. But, but that's how Arrow's going to go to school. So he's not going to know any different. I'm pretty sure. Like by especially four more years, I don't think they're going to have books at all. Like they they have they do not have books. What? That's weird. I don't know. Yeah, everything is just on the... Um, let's was talking about school supply lists now. Mm-hmm. It used to be so much fun. I had so much fun going and they'd have what? The crayons were 29 cents for the packs and the lined paper. And like I got them so much school supplies they didn't even need. They wanted glue sticks and... What else? Um, like the pencil boxes, Cram, the, yeah. the, pencil the, box. pens, the sharpeners, Eraser. the big boxes, the crayons, the fancy erasers, the pa- the paper that you pop out and put into your own thing, plus their notebooks and um, all the fun, fun school supply stuff. Now they actually, I seen, I don't know if they do this at all schools, but like for Ubly, they do every grade, kindergarten through was, I don't know if it's sixth grade or eighth grade, probably sixth, the... Um, they give you a list of what to buy and you can't buy anything else. Anything else they said they will send home. What? And it literally like each grade has different things. Like it would say, I went through cause I was just like curious then. So I started reading, which I wish I would have like printed a couple of the lists off, but it was specific, but ear, like the little headphone things. Earbuds. Yeah. For your, obviously for your, um, yeah, tablet tab- that was like on other lists and a water bottle. They have to bring a water bottle mm. and like that's different, but it would, it said 24 pack of crayons. It was so specific. Um, one box of Kleenex, one box, but hardly any school supplies. I'm going to say four things like for, except I would for love the- to talk to a teacher that, that had me like and then now is teaching which i know there's lots of them so it'd be interesting to get on either mrs wright or mrs yeah yeah. that would be really interesting because they've had it both and and i'm thinking the water bottle would be because maybe so people don't go get up and ask for a drink at the water fountains i mean that that's probably a good idea because if they're thirsty it isn't like i don't think that that's a bad idea at all but like you have to have like all this stuff in um like some of the classes it said like the whiteboard markers and mm. you know it tells you how many of each for the whole year like and they want you to bring all your stuff on the first day some lists only had like five things and some lists had like 18 things hey, like, that, that makes it easier for parents it is really it, it would be really easy for parents mm-hmm. but it wouldn't be as much fun because they were specific at like a pencil case you know like it wasn't a book bag like that only has one compartment like that was for the young things the younger kids because they don't want to like be looking and out like the kindergartners mm. and what kind of folder to bring home their like Friday folder and like a slip it's, it was so specific like it was like and I mean if well, always doing be, it I feel like everyone has to be doing class it because we're list. so behind I feel like on everything but I mean I thought that um well just because we're smaller and but mm. I thought that was very 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 interesting because we just went with whatever we had and then if you came home and said I need more this or this it, it would be a lot more feasible for parents this way because it's yeah. just specific and then then they also would have a list that said if you can to things for the classroom, like some extra boxes of Kleenexes or some wipes or some antibacterial, like if you could contribute anything else to, they had a classroom stockpile list too. And then that's a good idea. But it, but literally it was, it was so, so, so interesting. I just, when I see something like read something, then I have to deep, I always dig deep into it. I'll be two hours later, I'll be looking at school supply list because it's just like so, int- like I miss it. 
I have a big gap, you know, from it's been, been a while and it's just interesting to figure it all out. And then that's just what else I was thinking about, like school shopping. Now the way everybody shops online, do you think people take the kids and go school shopping anymore? Or do you think they mostly just order some stuff or use what they have at home? School shopping was a huge, huge deal to me as a mm-hmm. child. And then as I was... Um, I'm the oldest out of my cousins. So I have cousins that are a lot younger than me. So then, and my sister's 10 years younger than me. So I loved, I was so like loved it. Like then when I was out of school and they went school shopping, it was a big deal. They would come and try on all their stuff and make all these like different outfits. Like a fashion outfits. show. Yeah, like a fashion show constantly. What was it like for you and your mom taking you shopping? Did she buy you anything that you wanted? Did you have a limit? Was it you and all your brothers and sisters? It was It was all... No, Davey never... My brother never went. It was me and my sister. And sometimes we could bring a friend. Um, and it was... Yes, we did have a limit. We did have like... I don't remember what it was. You know, like so many pairs of pants. And it wasn't like money-wise as much. She would just say no if it was something... Re- Ridiculous, but I think everything was kind of priced the same. So you went to like then. a mall, I'm yes, guessing. yeah, JC and stuff like that. But yeah, we would. Would pick. you try all the stuff on and make sure oh, you liked yes. it? Yes, we tried everything on, and we always had a good, got to go to a nice restaurant for lunch. So that was always, or we would sometimes we would eat in the mall and then also still be there and go for a nice dinner. But it was, yeah, we tried it on in every store. And then we'd come back and decide what we wanted because Did you got you, four pairs of pants. Mm-hmm. You had to pick which four pairs you want. So you wanted to know, do I want... Mm -hmm. There was back then, it was corduroys, jeans, dress pants, you know, all kinds of different things. And Was grandma pretty whatever with your style, whatever you wanted? Or did she say something's ugly or what? Because I know you had a different style. Yeah, she... She just let me get what she would say. Are you sure you want that stuff? But she'd let me get it. Yeah, I always picked. I always always pick stuff that nobody else would pick. Like mm-hmm. me and my sister picked nothing the same. But and then I'd end up wearing half her stuff too because mine was a little. Because I'd buy a pair of jeans, say, and they had moons sewn all over them. Well, I don't want to wear my moon jeans <laughs> two times a week. She bought some plain pants, so then I would want to wear some of her stuff. Because I would pick just, and she never wore my stuff because she thought it was too random. <laughs> she hardly ever. I was really into the, um, I really liked the big shirts with the collars that you popped up. They're kind of like punk, like hot pink and green and yellow with all the belts around the waist and the button downs. And, oh, I used to wear those kind of things all the time. The big chunky jewelry necklaces. And she wasn't into it? She wore them a little bit, but she would wear just the more like neutral colored ones mm. where I would pick hot pink. And I, w- I wore those um, gloves with the nets yeah. to school and all the jelly bracelets. And she wasn't just as much into that kind of stuff. It was So my mom let me get a lot of accessories. She it's never kinda, limited me on the accessories. It's kind of... In- that. That's just... It's. I wish I could just like be a fly on the wall watching grandma taking you shopping just because it's just funny because I know her now. And she was so different back then, I feel like. But um, you picking... Oh, I wonder where you got your style, your different style from, though. Because it's not like... Did you have anybody that you... I don't know, because... No, we didn't look. I, I I bought magazines. That's when I spent um, all I spent all of my money, any any money I had at all ever like spending money like two dollars or whatever. I always bought the magazines. Like I was I read the magazines. I loved to read, and I would pour over. I would take the pig pictures of the people and rip them out and tape them on my wall and stuff. Okay, so that's where you kind of got fit. You go see. That's why you were a little bit ahead on fashion. I feel like. Yeah, I loved magazines. Was from the magazines. I cut out. 
the girls and the boys <laughs> posters all over my all over my bedroom. Well, I, school shopping for me was really special too because it was so much fun. We'd make a whole day out of it, um, but we pretty much did it in one day. Like one day, me and mom and Jesse would go to the mall, and I remember my favorite store was what seal. That was as you got older. First, as I got it older, was limited, limited to, to limited to when I was younger, and then Wet Seal as I got older, and then like Charlotte Hollister Roos. a little bit. Jesse really yeah. liked Hollister. Oh, you liked Abercrombie too. Did I? Yes, Abercrombie Kids. Yes, when you were young. Yeah, she she like and and I was very very. I never like with her. I right away. I was very stylish with you from yeah. kindergarten up. She just had always... The- I was laying in bed last night and I was like, I don't understand... Okay, I don't understand people that do not have style. But okay, so people think maybe think my style's weird. Um, but I just... It's not weird. It's just like maybe a little bit forward. <laughs> so I don't care what anyone says about my style. I have really good style. But um, where was I going with this? It's just like... When I see some people, even influencers, like they'll admit that they don't have style and they can't put outfits together and stuff. It's just like to me, it's it's almost like my ABCs, like super easy. And I'm just trying to figure out how can I take my style or fashion to the next level because it's like this is too mediocre, this is too easy. I need something different. Um, so that's just something that I guess I was given because my mom had it and she kind of taught me. But my style was always way. I don't know, way ahead, even though living in a small town, um, way ahead of everybody around me. And that was before social media. That was before, like, I didn't really look at magazines much. I kind of just felt, I feel like in another life, I was definitely like a fashion designer. When I lay down and sleep at night, I think of the cutest things, if I could draw or if I could sew that I could make. And, you know, sometimes I just think, man, I really missed my calling because it's just, it's easy for me. It's easier than anything I've ever done. And and it's and it's and it's being confident in what you wear too. It's yeah. that that's a lot of it. And I've just never, you know, I've put mismatched stuff on you since you were mm-hmm. young and just shoved you off to school and you know because I'm like, oh, this looks really good. And but mismatched is in style. Yes, there's yes. a difference. Yes, but we would do we would do it one year when she I don't know remember it was seventh or eighth grade we did a different kind of look every day for the first week. I'm gonna have to put some pictures it was on that so thing. Cool, like basically one was Marilyn Monroe, one was like school I'll, girl. I'll pop a couple of these onto the. Um, I'll pop, I'm going to pop a couple of school you pictures of her. You have to. I'm just like so mad that back then, there, like I wasn't doing it for social media. Like that was No, me. there was no such thing. Yeah, didn't there was no Facebook. such thing. So, but I mean, that was just like, I don't even feel like people do that much for like social media these days, but that was just like my style. I was so but confident. we didn't even have, the thing is we literally don't have even hardly any pictures of the things because you had to take them with a camera and develop them. We, we did not have a phone or we would have all kinds of outfits mm-hmm. and pictures. I miss like, I probably got 2% of what you ever right. wore. Like when I think about that one dress from the... um with the fruit all over I it. swear to we gosh, I was thinking of that last night. I was like, I found this fruit dress. Mom, or did you find I found it? it? And it had shoulder pads. We cut the, did we cut the shoulder pads yeah. out? Yeah. And it was just this cute, freaking bright, vibrant fruit dress from like a 80-year-old's closet. And 
it was so, so cool. And I wore it to school like multiple times and it had, I wore like different shoes every time because I had all the stilettos that were different colors. But I was thinking about that last night. Isn't that Where weird? is that dress? I know it, we did we not get rid of it. We never would have got rid of it. Yeah. And like we, did we buy it from a rummage sale or yeah. garage sale yeah, or garage something? Yeah, garage sale. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was, it was like definitely like, and it was, it was short real, too. Like it wasn't to my knees. It was very like a flattering cut for, a, I'm only five foot one. So it was really good for me. It was, it, I went, I, I, I don't have one picture of you in that What's dress. What's so funny is like, okay. So in high school I dated a guy that was, um, I did the same guy for like all f- or from eighth grade and on or whatever. And he was so shy and I now thinking back, I'm probably thinking like, he's like, what is wrong with my girlfriend? She's dressing like a literal, like, like she thinks she's like Britney Spears or something. Like it was just so bizarre to me thinking back, but he handled it so well. Like he never, he always made me feel like, okay, this is normal. But looking back, it was anything but normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like, even my best friend, Jessica, she's just probably like, oh yeah, this is just Nicole. Like no one batted an eye about it. No. And it was cute because I know one of the teachers there and she had two younger daughters and she was, she came up to me one time and she goes, oh, my girls have to run into the lunchroom in the morning to see Nicole, to see what she's wearing today. Like they just love to see what she was. And I saw a girl comment on my um, Instagram yesterday that even way back when I played volleyball against you, I always knew that you always had like the best style and stuff. Cause I guess like other, you'd see people dressed up at other, what are you looking at? Nothing. Oh, you see people dressed up before the basketball game or the volleyball game. So you kind of knew, I guess, who had style. Well, you, yeah, you would definitely see. Everybody knew who each other was. It yeah, was the, but I mean, at other schools, you really don't see, you, you see each other a lot more now because of yeah, Snapchat. But, if, but say if you else. guys, well, yeah, but you guys like would go support the boys team. So you'd be in your normal clothes kind oh, of yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. And then right. you'd go to the volley, you know, you guys would go to the football game. So people would mm-hmm. see, even if you wore a football, your his football jersey, you still did a lot of cool things with your hair or other things that, you I know, tried so jeans. much harder back then, but it was like, I had this like confidence. It wasn't because I I was just like, man, I'm I'm the crap. Like this is and it. It, like, it was, it was weird. Like <laughs> we, I would just naturally just pick up. Like I remember she had this really just this ripped pair of jeans, and I took this. I went to Walmart, bought different color yarn. Remember, and I put them patches both, and bows and oh, like them yeah. sew them lines mm-hmm. down, and then I would switch the colors out, and I would be put beads in her hair, and then put different colors in the next. I, I don't know. I used to get up so early to help her get ready, and it was so fun. And Jesse was easy. He liked style. Jesse was always dressed really nice and mm-hmm. he but he just was got just shirts and jeans, jeans and, and corduroys or whatever and um that's how he you know he picked out his own clothes he liked to be stylish too but boys are a little bit different yeah, yeah. it was a lot of fun so i can't so, wait to have um a granddaughter someday from yeah. either jesse or nicole and mm-hmm. i don't know if so much if jesse will let me uh dress her up but nicole will Well, school and school sh- so school shopping was a lot like a, i remember we would take all our bags to one of my aunt's house or some grant somewhere and try everything on after well, i just tried co- it all. all yeah all the cousins would meet up that was kind of cute and like one would go put on one outfit and then somebody else would come out and model their something and then somebody come model their tennis shoes or it was yeah. just and then get their their book bag out and mm-hmm. start packing up their school supplies like a month early just have everything in their book bag and but yeah i don't know if it's gonna i'm really hoping with like we're gonna make a big deal like when arrow goes to school right we're gonna yeah, take them sure. shopping no matter if there's malls we'll go to someplace mm-hmm. and i think it's always nice to actually try stuff on i know i'm like bad with online stuff but i 
I feel like if you're buying stuff for me, I think it's fun. Air, okay, go try these on. <laughs> and like, come on, let me see. I don't yeah. know. And boys don't like to try on as much. They're that's why my brother never ever ever went with us. We went to JC Penney's and it was like what we either did it first or last, but we got it done. She'd go, she'd tell me and my sister, she'd go, each of you guys go pick them out, like three shirts, and I'm gonna go grab them four pairs of huskies, and she'd get them like four pairs, the exact same pants, like whatever size, and then we'd come back with the shirts and she'd either say yes or no. And then we got every and then socks and socks and maybe some underwear and a book bag. We literally bought everything even his shoes every last thing at jc penny we didn't go to no other stores maybe sears <laughs> but we just did him he was a one-stop shop and then he'd come home and he'd be like he would be so mad about the pants why do you give me this ugly pants <laughs> she's like that's what fits you <laughs> i don't know he could have went shopping and picked some different ones but she literally they were in like the square cubicles that's how they yeah. were they weren't hanging up and she's got one she just grabbed four she go there you there's his four jeans that was, that was, but that was oh, okay. but he never went he, I think when he did, we did take him once. He doesn't refuses to try stuff on, and I, I think he was bad. I think we have taken him a couple times, but he was bad. So, mom's like, uh, "You can just stay home, and we'll we'll bring your stuff home." <laughs> but yeah, so I want to definitely, definitely make a big deal out of like taking the kids still school shopping, and um, you know, even if you just pick a few things and they have, you know, online because. Everybody don't shop as much. Like I asked my sister Tiffany because she has, her kids are in 11th and 10th grade and she just gets them a few things because they already have everything and they don't really grow. And a lot of kids just now wear athletic clothes. They do. Yeah, it's different now. Like different all year rounds. You can wear shorts. I think at most schools all year round, a lot of them do that and they just wear their athletic clothes and it isn't like a big deal. It isn't like dressing up. I don't think they like dress up, up like you mm-hmm. did, you know, so that makes a difference. And then still going on with the school, what are you um, ta- discussing like small schools versus big schools, like the advantages of each disadvantages? Yeah. So, okay. Well, advantages of a big school. I ha- didn't go to a big school, but I would assume that you have a better chance of going like D1 to college for a sport. If you play a sport, you probably... But then a disadvantage, I feel like you'd have to put all your time into one sport and have to try out for it. So sports, so I guess we can talk about sports for each one. Um, For a small school, it was really awesome because I got to play every single sport and I started and it was very easy to, you know, be a good athlete and be a starter. And um, I even, heck, I even broke some records at my tiny school. And so that's pretty cool. I feel like never in a million years would I have been able to do that at a bigger school, but going to college for a sport, um, they don't look at you. You don't really like the college recruiters. I mean, maybe some, if you're really, really good, but I just didn't even think that was plausible. And I think a lot of people, even like we had good football team at our school. We went to States a few times and I don't even think we anybody, a couple, a couple got go. picked up, but I don't, I mean, you didn't, couldn't, they didn't know none. No one ever made like a career, like went professional. Right, from that I know of. Uh, I don't know Alicia probably the farthest in basketball, but that was through the Air Force, and then I'm saying um, even the boys who were the quarterback girl, running, were... running, um, track and cross country. Some of them oh, okay. went to school, not in the career, no, but, but, I'm they, saying, they, like, but they did well in college, very well. But I think like it had that athlete gone to a bigger school, I think that maybe they could have become 
pro yeah. because they would have just been training different and not they probably, would probably be playing better some better teams and stuff like that too i like I victor know. went to a big school and he could have gone professional with soccer we have we do have a lot. Ubley does for a small school. It produces very well-rounded very yes. athletes. So well they can rounded. go. You can throw them in any sport, and they can. They're very successful. Our we mm-hmm. we win um districts and regionals and states. You know mm-hmm. for different things, we do very well in our class. You know, we're like, like division eight or something. Is it? I don't yeah. even want to say because I don't even know. Is it seven or eight? I don't yeah, know. It's far. Yeah, but we do very well in our division. Competing so, with the other schools that are our size. But And another thing with sports that I think that is different would be a bit a little bit better in a large school is there's more choices. Like, mm-hmm. like Ubley doesn't even have soccer, but I think you can at certain grades mm-hmm. or ages play for one of the nearby schools, but that's still a lot of running around and... It's not convenient. Your friends aren't probably doing it. Your parents, it's not easy for your parents. But then in a small school, good thing is your parents can um, be a big part of coaching. They always mm-hmm. need extra help. Like your the parents are just as much a part of it. And you know everyone and everyone. They have mm-hmm. team dinners and just mm-hmm. you plop at somebody's house. And before a basketball game, you take turns and everybody comes over and one family makes everybody dinner that day. So you're just, Mm -hmm. it's always like, you're always together. It's very like close knit like that. And, um, but, and they do care about playing time around here a little bit. I mean, I think if you're at a bigger school, some kids probably don't go off the bench, but around here, maybe there's only nine on the team. So everybody will get to play. You, you, do you know what I mean? Sometimes it depends on the coach, but yeah, most of the time they're, they like, you know, if you're working hard at practice, they're going to, um, reward you. You're going to get to do, you know, something It take, it does take hard work. They're, they're pretty strict and disciplined. I think I, you know, I don't know. I think even like the foreign exchange students would get to play a little bit. And I feel like if they went to a bigger school, there's no way they'd put them out there because they, they didn't even know how to dribble. Oh yeah. For a few I'm, minutes. I'm yeah. just saying though, like, I think it's, it's at a small school. Yeah. I agree yeah. with that part. Um, but if it's a close game and, and you're going to win districts, no, they're going to just play the same five people then too. So they, thank you know, goodness. Sometimes I'm like, don't you even think about it. But I'm just saying, <laughs> but I'm saying, oh. you know, they are smart about that kind of stuff too. But yes, they also think about each individual and try to give them a chance to. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I guess for academics, I think, you know, there's pros and cons to both. Small school, I think you get more one-on-one time or with like the teacher. You feel very individualized and feel seen by the teacher maybe, but um, like the subjects are limited. Sometimes they only offer, like they offered anatomy like every other year. I didn't get to take anatomy when I was in high school um, because of how my schedule fell, but I'm sure that's a very easy class that you can take in a bigger school, I would hope, and... I had to go take it for my first time in college, and it was it was hard for me. It took a lot of time um, where all my nursing friends had – this was already their second go around with it. So um, even like chemistry, that wasn't really – I didn't ever took chemistry in high school. You took a high school, took, college. Oh, yeah. college, college chemistry. Chemi- but I had to do that through like something else. I didn't get to take it at my school, so chemistry was new for me. Um, I did take like one year of physics in high school. So the classes were very limited. I will say that very limited. Um, or if they were at um, like 
because of course you want to do some fun stuff at class. So sometimes like Mm -hmm. the classes you wanted to take would be at the same time as if you wanted to do yearbook or do journalism or whatever. Journalism, yeah, or something or the media. Or maybe you're in band and that's like, you know, there's only one hour for band. So you have to give up whatever is in the other hour. Yeah. So, so so like it was making choices a lot between, or if you had to have the next math class, you had to, so your hour, you couldn't. Mm It was hard to re. It was hard like to arrange Spanish. a schedule. Like you were I, mm-hmm. you were stuck between. Okay, yeah, I'm either going to take Spanish or um, home ec this hour, and that's that's. We never it. even I, got home ec. Uh, wasn't just, even an option. Just like saying like well, they yeah. had it when I was in school. Like gym was gym was um, second hour, which is so silly. I'd get ready for the day, then I'd have to go sweat in gym on sec in second hour by nine in the morning. I'm in gym, but like if I wanted to do that. Which I did for some reason really want to take gym. Um, it I think was you co-ed. have to take. I think you have to take one year. Yeah, gym. I think you do. And this was in tenth grade. And so, anyways, then whatever was second hour, I had to miss out on, even if it was like some like journalism or yearbook or whatever. So I think I only got to take yearbook in my senior year because I finally was just like, I'm going to take whatever classes I want. Because uh, up to that point, I was taking all the college credit classes, which this was before it, it was normal. Um, I think I was the only one for my graduating class to graduate with. I graduated with 23 college credits. So it was not normal at all. But And she took them all in 11th grade. So then when 12, mm-hmm. and she took them at another school, a nearby school. So what happened is she was in the math and science academy at another school. They, they picked two kids from each school, all seven schools, and they put them in a class. And if you wanted to do it, so she did that. And then for, they decided not to do it for senior. They were supposed to do it for two years so that they had two years of college Mm -hmm. in, but they didn't do it the senior year because so many kids in it struggled grade wise out of those 14 or 16 kids that were in it struggled grade wise that they didn't, they, they didn't like want to do it again so that it was a one year and done fun it was like a one year and done thing Mm -hmm. so then the next year when she came back to ugly because she was supposed to be it was half a day she went there and when she came back to ugly the next year she already was past all the math and science and everything so she you got to take all fun stuff oh my gosh yeah i think my math was like was statistics yeah like it was so silly like but actually, that was that's statistics is real real life, so that's a good. Class. Oh no, it was good, but I'm saying it was super easy. Math was my best subject. I was really really good at math, but then I had to take biostats, biostatistics, my first year in college, and that's where I met Mariah. And it was so hard for Mariah. I literally did my homework and her homework, and she sat next to me, and she would just look at my tests and just copy off me. But math was my best subject, and um, so that was right away. I went and did stats like first hour, and then the whole day was super easy. Yeah, it was like almost too easy, too fun. Yeah, like I did your, nothing. Your senior year was really, I mean, you couldn't even, I remember it was all fun. Like yeah, out was, of your seven classes, four of them were fun classes. It was really bad. So, and then, and then the, the other ones were like, yeah, like the that math that was easy for you. You couldn't take any science. There you was had, nothing. You I had could eight take. Really, Engli- really easy English class too. Yeah. Okay. It was like the, yeah, and it was like 10. 10 vocabulary words that you had to like match the definitions. I'm like, oh my gosh. So it was just so like, she, so she got silly. too far ahead of everybody by doing that one program and then she had to come back down into, but she loved it. You had but a great then I went, senior year. When I went, oh, I loved it. Yeah. And then when I went to college, I went with 18 credits my first semester, which was kind of crazy. Or was That's how many you took, you mean? Yeah. And I don't think you should really do that. Well, was it 18 or more? I don't know. No, it was 18. Yeah, so then I was like, okay, let's get back to business. But 
Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I kind of like to be challenged, though, in school a little bit more than what I was my senior year, but it was still fun. I mean, I, that's when I was really just worried about what am I going to wear today because that's <laughs> the hardest thing to figure out for today. So anyway, so yeah, that was a good Oh, then we took like typing. I mean, me and my brother. My brother's two years younger than me. Oh, you me. took like choir, didn't you? I took you? two classes with my brother. I took music appreciation with my brother and I took, um, it was a typing, it was like typing class computer class like to learn how to use a mac and i sat next to my brother in that class too and that's hilarious <laughs> i mean my brother had two classes together my senior year because he's two grades younger but it's because yeah it was like literally she went in there music and had, appreciation we just watched like musicals <laughs> she had nothing she couldn't there was nothing she could take it was like they're like nope you're past that you're past that you're past that so it was it was quite funny i was like well enjoy Every and Jesse's best friend was in there with me too, and they're just trouble. So there's only like twenty, and there's only twenty two kids in like a class, and me and my brother are two of them. It, that was like when it was on. You really there wasn't a lot of classes that you could take with other grades. There was just like a couple. But I gotta talk to Jesse about that now because that is just so funny. How, how many people were in your graduating class? It's like sixty four. Okay, this is just so that you guys get an idea mm-hmm. of like how many's in in the graduating class. It's not just like ten. Just I want to make sure oh, it's a little yeah. bit more than ten. It's like yeah, sixty four. So mm-hmm. there's probably like sixty times. So there's about two hundred and fifty kids to three hundred in the high school. You know everybody. I know every single person in the hallway that you pass, which is nice. You can greet everybody by name. And nobody. What was really nice with the small school too is I'll say real quick is. I mean, my experience in the four years, and I would say Jesse would even probably agree with this, and he was two grades younger, is that I felt like everyone was very accepted, had friends included. I never saw, like, any bullying or anything like that. It was everyone just, like, fit in. I don't know. Maybe someone would argue with that, but I think, like, I never saw anybody having a horrible experience. No, everybody's... What do you think? just from everything and I was in the school a lot, I, everybody just seemed to talk to everybody all the time. Every, yeah. yeah. Everybody, you I know, like of course you have your little, you know, whatever arguments with their yeah. friends or whatever, but it was nothing where nobody was. Um, everyone I felt like was real excited to see their group of friends. Every Everyone had a group of friends. And everybody was just nice. Like you just. I got along with everybody. Like they would pass out treats out of their locker. Mm -hmm. If you're walking by, you hungry and stuff like that. They were just, I remember like, it just, it was, if I I liked, and I liked that. It was never like the movies I never saw. Like that movies were something that was always interesting to me because I was like, yeah. And there was like a designated like nerdy group and da, da, da. Like it wasn't like, there wasn't that, you know what I mean? Like. Or the no, girls walking was, down the halls. It because, wasn't a thing. Because, I mean, even you, I wouldn't know. What do you fit in then? You're athletic, so you fit in the athletic group. You're nerdy, so you fit in the nerdy group. You know, you're popular, so you fit in the popular group. So, no, everybody fit in multiple groups yeah, all the I time. Think that's nobody what was, nice. was, nobody, it wasn't all just, you didn't just separate. You weren't groups. just one thing, you were multiple things. Like, yeah. Or, you know, band, or, but also yeah, you super a, smart, and then, but then also maybe athletic, you know. Yeah, so you fit in like yeah, multiple multiple yeah. groups and multiple. So friends weren't just in one the one kind of friend. They were you had friends in every single mm-hmm. class and every you know, um, yeah. Because my my nephews they they just started a new school this year and they're in tenth grade and they said that they didn't talk to anybody. They're boys. I don't and I didn't think they're shy. But the first two days I haven't talked to them since last week they started and 
They said they didn't talk. One of them didn't talk to somebody for the first whole two first days. I mean, yeah. that's sad. I'm like, kids better be talking to you guys. That's just crazy. But that he, just makes he me really, sad. But he, the one really liked Ubly, so that's kind of sad that he he had his friends. Yeah, they just everything. switched to a new school this year, so hopefully that they like it. Or if not, you know, they can figure out a re- way for them to get rides and switch back to where they were happy. I don't know. I, I have to check back up on them. I haven't it does checked. Take, it takes time though, for sure to, you know, make new friends and stuff, but you definitely shouldn't go a whole day without someone talking to you. That's just not normal. No, no, it's a, no, it's That's just, sad. it is sad. Okay. So I was seeing something on, um, on social media the other day about, uh, it's actually on Twitter when I was looking through Twitter and it's about this lady said that she, her nine-year-old daughter nearly drowned while she was watching her in full view of two lifeguards on an uncrowded and overcast day. And then she just was describing and I found this really interesting so that I kept looking things up and she said, drowning doesn't look like drowning. And I hope, you know, she wanted to know the people like wrote a bunch about knowing the signs of it. And they, um, but then I'm interested in this because, like, as Arrow's little now and, you know, they're bigger, but where's the one thing I want to say? They said 10% of children drown while their parents are watching, watching them. And what looks like jumping in the waves can quickly, here, I'm going to give you this page to read. Yeah. But when I do, um, what looks like jumping in the waves is actually tell, t- um, can quickly turn into bobbing or upright drowning. Like that's up the position mm. they drowned in. Okay, and so you have to I'll be really, really careful about this mom ran in fully clothed to save her daughter. And the mom is five foot, 120 pounds. Her daughter's four, seven, a hundred pounds. She said she wasn't even thinking and she almost drowned too. Like, and it was that like quick and you know, so it happens she, they fast. Both were safe. She got her out, but she said it was like, you know, that's why she, yeah, there's some of the things. I okay. So do you know the warning signs of drowning? Drowning people are physiologically unable to call out for help. So they can't be screaming, help me, um, except in rare instances. Breathing is the primary function of the respiratory system. Speech is secondary. So if you're unsure if someone is drowning, if you're unsure if someone is drowning, ask them. If they return a blank stare, you may less you may have less than 30 seconds to get them. Yeah, oh that's, that's, what they, that, that's what they said. They said so many people drown in the upright bobbing position. Like oh, it I looks like they're that. actually treading Don't move the your, waves. keep your microphone oh, by I'm your showing mouth. her how they tread up and down. But yeah, that's, um, that they do in the upright that's really position. Sad. Okay, so if they return a blank stare, you may have less than 30 seconds. Okay, so number two, drowning people's mouths alternately alternate alternately oh my gosh i cannot read drowning people's mouths alternately sink below and reappear above the surface of the water when the drowning people's mouths are above the surface they exhale and inhale quickly as their mouths start to sink below the surface of the water so i'm trying to think oh they sink below and reappear oh so they're like bobbing that's what you're saying Drowning people cannot wave. Number three, drowning people cannot wave for help or voluntarily control their arm movements to reach for a rescuer or a piece of rescue equipment. Nature instinctively forces them to extend their arms laterally and press down on the water surface through the instinctive drowning response. Drowning people cannot voluntarily control their arm movements. That's why, that's why they might look like your kid is still playing. That's what wow. I was reading. 
emails. Mm-hmm. Then after this, so many people wrote and they say that they, the things that they've had happen, they've actually th- thought their kids are playing. And there's aren't, some of them aren't small kids. Some of the parents that wrote, their kids were like 14, 12. You know, it just happens really, really fast and you really have to react fast. And it happens a lot with even lifeguards on duty. Yeah, so then number four is from beginning to end of the instinctive drowning response, people's bodies remain remain upright in the water with no evidence of a supporting kick. Unless rescued by a trained lifeguard, these drowning people can only struggle on the surface of water from between 20 20 to 60 seconds before submersion occurs. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, that's really... So make sure your kid is not just um, playing, I guess. Sometimes it looks like playing, yes. And and then that's what the mom just was... You know, and then she's like trying to get her attention and then she just noticed something in her eyes and ran right out there. And she's, you know, she says it was stupid now how she, but of course a mother instinct's going to run right well, out and there. If, if but there's this is lifeguards multiple, right there too. I hope that's all. And it. this is like, that's what they said. This is why multiple, you know, a double drownings happen with parents and yeah, their children sure. because nobody's thinking and they're just, Wanting you know, to save. and you need to like holler that you're going in, you're, um, like holler that what you're doing so somebody's there to grab you too you're supposed to have any kind of flotation mm-hmm. say you go to the beach and stuff you should always have some kind of like even if you don't have a I don't care if it's a noodle you should have some kind of flotation yeah. device so that when you get out there you have something that they can hang on to and you can Would it, was hang she on able to. to swim the daughter did she think like she can, yeah, she, oh yeah. Most of these people, the one person said that their kids took swimming lessons from the time they were six months to 12 years and, the, and then they almost drowned it. it. It's Swimming is tiring. Okay. So let me correct myself. I said, make sure your child is not just playing. No, make sure your child is just playing um, and not drowning because yeah you're just like even an adult survival mode yeah that's why i was talking when i we talked a few weeks about nicole and those waves when i hollered at her this is why i'm hollering because you don't know and then i mean she could be out laughing one second then still waving her arms and victor thinks she's waving her arms at him and she's really drowning like Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you're a strong swimmer you you have to be careful you should always i wouldn't call myself a strong swimmer though anyway i would just call you a medium swimmer if yeah if that yeah, that's what I'm saying. I like so, to touch the bottom. Like, I don't really like to just, like, swim So freely. it is really good to get your kids swimming lessons, but don't count on them swimming lessons to save their lives. You have mm-hmm. to always keep your eyes on them. And I mean... Once I'm, you swallow water and can't touch the ground, I think it's real hard to, like, regroup. Yes. And I've watched... And I watched my kids like a hawk. And I mean, and, I, and they still had their little... Like their little things where they got hurt. Now I feel like I'm double hawk grandma eyes all the time. And I guess that's when I read this kind of stuff. And that's why I'd like to share that with An arrow still other... gets hurt once a day with my mom. Something very tiny. Very yeah. tiny, mom. Yeah. yeah, like very tiny. And he wouldn't but even... Still. But Nicole says the reason I make him cry is because I go, what do I do? She goes, <gasps> like I panic. Because... And he, she scares him like, oh, I'm really hurt. Well, like, yes, it's so funny because it's like nothing. And and I feel bad about the littlest things. Like two days ago, I'm talking and he stuck his finger in my mouth while I was talking and my teeth just hit his finger. And I was like, then I went, oh, like, and he's like, he started crying when I didn't even like get him, you know what I mean? Or yesterday the dog, um, the lab licked his face and my mom went, oh. Like oh my gosh, and he's then he's, get germs on him. He, then like, he yeah, started screaming, a... thinking, "Oh my gosh, that would, what happened?" So if in he's fallen like a lot worse with me, and I've just learned to be like, "You're okay," you know. I mean, I feel like every mom learns that. I 
first was all the <gasps> like holding my breath, but now I'm like, if if I know he's okay, I'm just like, yeah, you're good. Look at you know, and then he just smiles. So and and I my and I've always done that with the kids, so I can't get over the. <sighs> And I do, I just gasp like quickly and like want to just grab and be the save them right away. But I was like, yeah, I was just the dog licking his face. Oh, but I was mom like, does he that licked when his I'm mouth. driving and I'm just like, and then my heart just drops to my like stomach and it'll be something stupid she's reading on her phone. And I'm thinking that there's something really bad running out in front of me. It, no, she's, you she, gotta, she's a crazy driver. If she's, I'm not if she sees driver. a bird flying on the road, she swerves all over the road and she like, she does scare me because <laughs> she thinks she's going to hit every single animal that they're not even on the road. And so she's going all over. I said, you cannot, you need to just go straight. You need to drive. And I uh, used to slam on my brakes she'll be for animals. spilling coffee all over, all over me when we're driving. You're so dramatic. You it's do. not even true. Yes. My do. mom is, my mom is the third worst driver that I know. My grandma and my aunt Tiff are number one and two. <laughs> but I'm a safe driver. She just says that I... What do I swerve do? And stuff. No, not swerve. You said you I don't put swerve. my foot on the gas and off. Oh yeah, on and off. Uh, that's what I mean. That's what but I, I mean. I go slow, and she's when, like, "You're going forty miles an hour." And I go, like, "You're going what you want your age to be." <laughs> that's what she said to me yesterday, and I looked down. I go, "Oh, I am only going." She's going forty nine. She's going forty nine miles an hour. I'm like, "What the hell?" <laughs> I don't know. I like to make sure that everybody's like. Like, I don't know. No, I, I drive slow sometimes. She, no, my mom is the person that drives in the fast lane and doesn't realize that she's in the fast lane. And then she, the people have to go around her. I don't do that anymore, do but you I know, used to until they the, told me. Do you you know guys told the, me now, yes. Do you know how the fast lane works? But I, back in the day, I didn't, only drove in two lane things. I didn't know you had to be going a certain speed until... Nicole and Dave told me. Now I don't my go dad in that is lane. Like, my dad is the best driver that I know, best driver ever. And he, my mom is the driver that he's yelling at on the road. I know when he yells at the people <laughs> on the road, I say, Dave, that's me. You stop that. Because he'll be complaining. I said, you don't know if that's like a student driver. You don't know if that's an old lady that don't know how to drive. You don't know if it's somebody like me who just is extra cautious. I said, and, and he's when, like, well, yeah, but extra cautious is going to get you in an accident. So when I say my aunt Tiffany, my grandma, my mom are bad drivers, it's not because they get in accidents. It's because they do this like little swerve motion, like this little like. I don't do that. You said grandma does that. Yeah. And Aunt Becky just said how bad it was the other day again. So it makes you car sick. That's all. It's not that they get in accidents. So I'm sure there's a lot worse drivers out there. But anyways, do you have anything else to wrap up? No, I think we covered. I I have some more subjects, but I guess we'll wait till next time because we really... Yeah, it's 46 minutes. See? When you slow down, you get more more uh, talking, more content. Okay, thank you guys so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.